Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Good morning, everyone. Aren't we blessed today? I can't hear you. Are we blessed today? Amen. When Richard asked us to, 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 to share in breaking bread today, it was an honor. It was kind of an honor to me to kind of, for us to kind of just go through and do this and explain to everyone what the power, what it is, and why we do it, and what it means to us. So there's, there's lots of things we can talk about about breaking bread, but I just want to touch on, we want to touch on four things really, which is, we feel is really important to everyone to know. So I just want to just go through some of these today. So the first we have, it reminds us of Christ's victory. Yeah. Amen. In the book of John, chapter 19, verse 1, it says, When he had received a drink, Jesus said, It is finished. Yeah. We've heard today all the testimonies and things of what's happened in people's lives, but it is finished. He paid the price in full for us. When you think about time when you pay for things and you know sometimes you're making installments and it takes time, yeah, that can feel endless, but no. When, it's, when you've finally paid it off and it's finished and you get the invoice or whatever it says, it says paid in full. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah, and this is what Christ did for us. This is what Christ did for us. He paid the debt for, for you and me, and now we are free. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, yeah. Thank you Jesus. The breaking of bread is an ever-present, powerful, and constant reminder of what Christ did for us on the cross. He carried, us, he carried all our sins and nailed it to the cross. He paid the price for us, and in doing so, set us free. Amen. He was victorious over death, and now we have the assurance of life forevermore with him. When we talk about the word assurance, in the dictionary it says, the word assurance means to have confidence, to have a guarantee. It's a promise. Through Christ we have an unbreakable promise that has been given to us. Rest assured, we have the victory. We will go through many trials and tribulations in life, but we shouldn't worry. We shouldn't be concerned. There is nothing that can prevent us from his goodness. Your life of Christ is assured as long as we hold fast to his word. Amen. Amen. This assurance means Christ binds himself to us for a new covenant, the covenant of his blood. To the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. This is in Hebrews 12, 24. I asked the Lord when I read this, what do you mean Abel's blood spoke to you? How did you feel, Lord? And he said, it cried out to me. Just as Jesus' blood cries out to me every time you take it. Because you are in a covenant with Christ. He mediates for us in heaven. His blood is continually mediating for us. It speaks to our Father, our Papa, on our behalf. It never quietens. Whatever we plead the blood against on earth, just like you were praying earlier, it's pled and broken in heaven whatever we plead and bind on earth is bound in heaven because of the blood there is power in the blood and there is power in the breaking of bread Jesus was broken for us for you and me so that we can break every chain on earth every bondage every addiction every stronghold every sickness as we've got testimonies for there is power when the bread is broken 
for Christ died. It's like a seed that has to be broken and be buried for new life to come forth. That's what's happened with us with the blood of Jesus. There is power in his death. And for we have this resurrection power now living in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that means you have the power to break everything that goes against God right here on earth because of that. Amen. The second point we want to touch on is it provokes praise. It was the joy of resurrection that provoked the praise that was witnessed in the early church. The book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 46 to 40 says, And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat. They met with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily. They were so overjoyed by the victory of life over death by Christ that they praised God every chance they got. We should be praising God every day. Through Christ, we are are triumphant. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So again... I found in Hebrews 13, between 11 and 15, where it says, The priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. So same, Jesus suffered outside of the city gate and makes the people holy through his blood. So further down in 15, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. The fruit of lips that openly profess his name, as we've done this morning. Praise is powerful. It's a sacrifice. It's a small sacrifice compared to the sacrifice Jesus gave on the cross. My praise... Sometimes you may hear it's so loud. Some of us are so loud. And it's because sometimes I know the sacrifice Christ has done for me. For all the wrong things I've done in my life that I could have been on that cross for, that I could have been crucified for. But no, he stood in the gap for me. And so the praise that comes out of me is sometimes because of the highest pain I'm going through. And I know that I've been commanded to praise. I praise joyfully even in the midst of the pain and the problems. I will sing of his love forever because of that blood that brought me into covenant with Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The third point we want to touch on those breaking bread provokes revelation of the risen Lord. The risen Lord revealed himself to the two disciples on the way to Emmaus, but they did not recognize him until he broke bread and gave it to them. Luke 24, verse 30 to 31 says, And it came to pass, as he sat and met with them, he took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them, and their eyes were opened. They knew him. May we be like the disciples of the road, on the road to Emmaus and continue to seek and understand who Christ is. May we continue to grow in our understanding of the scriptures. May Christ continue to be revealed to us in breaking bread so that we can learn more about who he is and his word. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. I love how God's word comes alive in this. In every situation, the revelation was two men were walking with Jesus. They were talking. They felt their hearts burning. But they didn't know what it was. They didn't know who he was. They were active. But it was when they were still. They sat down. They were calm. And the faithful action of breaking bread released the revelation of who they were with. They didn't know, walking and chatting and carried on, but being still, his revelation came. Just like in the Psalm 46, where it says, be still and know that I'm God. So when you break bread today, when you have it today, still your mind, still your heart, and ask him to reveal those secret things of himself to you, because he wants to do that. Our fourth point is breaking bread releases the life and the power of God to us for our benefit. There's power in breaking bread. There's power in his blood. Breaking bread reminds us that we have been given eternal life. The very life of God. It 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 does more than remind us. It releases the life of God into any area or areas of our life which we feel need him in it. And we should be putting him in it all the time. The life, God of the, is the, life, the life of God is the spirit of God which will allow us to overcome all obstacles. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So in John 6, 53 to 58, just summarize, it says, to eat of Jesus' body means we live forever. Yeah. That life Rob's talked about, that Zoe life, not just to come, but now. The enemy of God knows this. And from the beginning of time, he has been trying to rob us of our identity. Our elders and the apostle preached on this. He adds deception that counterfeits everything God put in place for our good. Hence why some pagan rituals include some sort of blood sacrifice. They know there is power in the blood. But we know the blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus, which is higher There is none higher than the blood of Jesus. There is none higher than God. He said so. So we know, we know there's nothing higher than him. So the blood of Jesus that binds us in covenant to himself. The Holy Spirit was revealing when we're preparing this. It binds families. When you take this, it binds marriages. It binds children back to himself. The enemy knows this, that the life is in the blood. So when we take this life-giving blood by faith, we profess Jesus' death again and his resurrection again and again. It gives us life again and again. It breaks the power of sin and darkness. It breaks depression. It breaks unwanted habits. It breaks fear and it releases life. So let us receive from Christ the nourishment and the strength and hope and joy and keep the memory of his death and resurrection fresh in us and remember his triumph and our triumph over death. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.